Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One of my mentors said to me once, if you're so busy being busy in business, but you're not making any money, what are you so busy doing? And that really got me thinking about, you know, where am I spending my time? This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors, find out more about their stories, mindset and strategy. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode on Property Investory, we continue the conversation with Peak Property Group, Michael Timmons. We'll delve further into his property development strategy and discover how you can condition your mindset to become a more proactive investor, just like Timmons. Timmons believes that investing into property is not something to take lightly and it was a big decision for him when he initially started. In some ways, this held him back. You know, I think a lot of uncertainty about what to do next can hold people back and it was probably certainly a, a big big thing that was limiting um, me and my decisions because, you know, when you don't have knowledge, you're not sure about where to go and I mean, property is one of these assets that, you know, you can't just get in lightly. You know, if you want to go into a property or a property development, it's most likely that you're investing, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, tens of thousands at least. You know, so you're making big decisions and then you're also leveraging debt to do that. Now, that's all, all well and good if I think you're adding value to the property, you know, particularly something that's already established that you're not having to knock over or you're not having to go to the market and sell or that kind of thing. Um, but there are some strategies that are a little bit riskier than others. So for me, it was more about, look, I just need to get skilled up. I just need to learn. I need to get myself in an environment where, you know, I'm surrounded by successful people. Um, I'm going and, and listening to what these people are doing. I'm learning about their strategies. I'm learning their systems. And I just need to take that and implement it for myself. When he began to invest in property development, there was a shift in his mindset which took him from placing reliance on his consultants to actively researching and taking control of the projects. You know, probably one of the mistakes that I made there is that I put too much reliance on my consultants, you know, people like, you know, an architect and uh, and a designer, thinking that because they're the professionals in their, their own field, that they would kind of look after that part of, of the project. But what I was what I was really overlooking and what I was missing is that I needed to pretty much have a handle and a grasp on everything that they were doing. Because if they were going and designing something that, you know, wasn't suited to the area or if they were designing something that was going to cost too much to build and I wasn't pulling them up on that, then I wasn't really going to find out until it actually hurt me later down the track. So I guess, you know, what I learned through that first development was that 
I can't just be someone who's passively, actively investing, if, you, if that kind of makes sense. You know, if I'm just sort of sitting here expecting that it's all going to happen simply because I'm engaging those people. I had to be someone who was pretty much immersed in the project that was really taking control and really leading from the front, you know, showing them exactly what I wanted, you know, researching the market, pulling it apart, peeling back all the layers, saying, what's the, what's the stuff that's selling best? You know, do I need to have... Um, you know, a double car garage, what type of, of driveway does it need to be? Does it need to be an exposed aggregate driveway? Does it need to be a coloured concrete driveway? Does it need to be a plain concrete driveway? You know, what type of landscaping do I need to be doing? You know, what type of cladding can I be using on the on the, on the the buildings? You know, do I need to have the complexity in the wall articulation, all of that kind of stuff? You know, so now when we design something, you know, to build, we're, we're looking at it from every single facet. You know, we're always looking at how can we create a great product that someone's going to love that's also going to, you know, match where our budget is, you know, rather than just, you know, pray and hope for the best once the builders come along and start handing us prices. So that was a big mindset shift for me when it came to the property-specific stuff that, you know, I just had to be someone who had my finger on the pulse and, and was just sort of watching every stage, you know, on the way through. And, you know, now I'm, now I'm at a stage where I'm actually teaching other people in our business to do that so that, you know, I'm kind of managing them while they're managing our projects. So, you know, we've been able to grow and take it to another level as well. In conditioning his mindset via his chosen courses and mentors, Timmons considers himself to be an active learner, preferring to educate himself, apply his knowledge to projects and then witness the fruits of his labor. I've always had a lot of coaches. I've always, you know, done a lot of courses. I've spent, you know, so much money on on self-education courses um, because, you know, I know that I'm actually, you know, not just sitting there learning something, but I'm paying for someone, someone else's mistakes. I'm paying for someone else's experiences. You know, I'm basically paying for, you know, their experience and their history condensed down into, you know, what might be 15, 20 years of experience into like a short course, you know. So I can always see a lot of value in, you know, going and doing a program. So whether it be, you know, understanding how property development works and going and paying, you know, for a property development course or going and paying for a commercial um, investing course, you know, it doesn't really matter. I've always kind of just seen, you know, what's the education? How can I get involved in it? And, you know, I'll just pay it because I think it's just, you know, you can never have enough education. Education's a journey. It's not a destination. Um, you know, the biggest difference I think self-education's made for me in respect to, you know, academic education like university. I gave university a crack. I was doing a Bachelor of Commerce and it was going okay. I wasn't even paying for it. I mean, Hawthorne Footy Club were paying for it at the time because, you know, they could see what it was going to do for me in their business. But I just, I just, it just didn't gel with me. You know, I was, I was learning the information, but I couldn't understand how it actually related to me. And I felt like it was more about memory than it was really about anything else. You know, how much could I retain and learn to then do well in the exam? But when I started to get involved in more self-education, I was seeing a big difference it was making in my life because I was going out there and I was applying it and I could effectively see the results then and there. You know, so for me, it's always been about how can I learn from other people? How can I learn from their mistakes? You know, and how can I get coached so that someone else can stretch me so that they can push me outside of my comfort zone so that I can, you know, lean into the discomfort? And that's ultimately what a coach is there for, right? In addition to this proactive business mindset, 
He has also learned from his mentor's advice on prioritizing his time in order to extract more value from his efforts. One of my mentors said to me once, if you're so busy being busy in business but you're not making any money, what are you so busy doing? And that really got me thinking about, you know, where am I spending my time? You know, do I spend my time on my highest valued activities, which for me are, you know, putting deals together and going out there and seeking investors to come on board with our projects, um, you know, having conversations, you know, coaching other students, all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's kind of like the old adage, you know, do you go and clean up your desk and make sure everything's pretty and nice before you actually pick up the phone and start making proper phone calls and start to work on, you know, the highest priority, you know, goals on your list? Or are you someone who just kind of just jumps straight into it and, you know, is more of the productive type? So I guess I ask myself that question a lot, you know, in property and business and, you know, anything that I do is that, well, if I'm just being busy running around like a headless chook, am I actually really achieving anything? Am I really producing any type of result? Timon's strategy begins with finding the right location to begin developing. This means researching all the relevant characteristics of the area. Our strategy begins with picking an area. So I think for any investor that is looking to invest for you know, just growth or whether it be for manufactured growth or for cash flow is making sure that you're in the right location. So some of the things that, that we do if we're moving into a new area is that we'll begin by looking at the fundamentals. So the fundamentals being, you know, where is their infrastructure planning? Um, you know, is there any sort of scheduled works to happen? Are they putting in new shopping centres? Is there, you know, what's its proximity like to major arterials? How is its positioning to hospitals and schools and TAFEs and universities, all of that kind of thing? What's the public transport like? Um, how far away is it from public transport? Is there train and rail or it's just bus? We, we look at all of that. So we look at the characteristics of an area. So to put it into perspective, if we're looking at, say, five areas that are all based on our price point, you know, so if, if we know our price point is $500,000 buy-in and we're looking at the median, which is, which is $500,000, we'll then shortlist those properties by doing um, the characteristics research. Then effectively what we're doing is we're looking at, you know, where can we get the most uplift? So we've got to make sure that the strategy actually works in that particular area suburb so then we'll go out and we'll start to pick apart well you know what are things selling for what's the end product selling for what can we buy it for we'll run it through our feasibility make sure that it stacks up numbers wise then we'll go and meet with you know our consultants make sure that our consultants are familiar with the area they understand all the council regulations state regulations what we can and can't do and then from there um, we'll then start to get out and build relationships to go and find sites Coming up after the break, we'll delve deeper into Timmons' creative property investing strategy. Every element of a deal that we do always has some property development potential being that we are, pl- we are going through the council planning process. Then hear about some of the personal habits which have contributed to his success. Routine, I guess, creates good habits and, and good habits create success. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Western Australia is tipped to be the next property hotspot. If you're looking to invest and build in WA, take advantage of the affordable land market and record build times with Plunkett Homes. Visit propertyinvestory.com forward slash build to find out why they are WA's most established home builder. 
With over 150 years of experience, Plunkett Homes helps you develop turnkey homes across WA. To get your fixed price demolition or site works and to maximize profits and minimize time, visit propertyinveststory.com forward slash build. And now back to the show. When looking to increase cash flow and also add value to property, Timmons seeks a creative strategy dependent on the type of property he's working with. It really depends if you're looking at residential property or if you're looking at commercial property because the two are vastly different. Um, if it's residential property, we're looking for, you know, how can we how can we either transform a property or how can we build a purpose builder property which is going to serve a purpose for multiple occupancy. Um, so we're always looking for, you know, how can we bring in different revenue streams than just the traditional sort of rent out the house to, you know, a family or, or whatever or what have you. With commercial, we're always looking for yield. So we're looking for, you know, strong tenancies, strong leases, good yields, um, you know, opportunities where we can uh, increase the yield, you know, through various different strategies as well. Um, and then, you know, also with adding improvements and, and developing the property too that can always increase the yield. Every element of a deal that we do always has some property development potential being that we are pl- we are going through the council planning process. We are building and constructing something new Um, so there may be elements of where we're keeping the existing what's already there and then adding to it. Talking about personal habits, Timmons has a cookie cutter system for implementing his strategy. He also combines personal and professional growth through maintaining a healthy routine and listening to a wide range of material. So like routine, um, you know, I think it, I think routine's important. You know, I generally wake up and have the same thing for breakfast, and I'll always have a coffee in the morning, and um, that kind of thing. Routine, I guess, creates good habits, and, and good habits create success. Um, but it's always looking at you know, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So I'd much prefer to have, you know, a cookie cutter system than you know, be jumping around all the time to a different place and a different strategy and that kind of thing. So, you know, with our property investing, you know, we don't. We don't tend to leave our backyard. You know, I don't really have to drive any any more than a 10 or 15 kilometer radius to, to get to a project. So that sort of stuff's important. You know, I'm, I'm all about, you know, spending as much time as I possibly can, can close to home because, you know, like I mentioned before, I am traveling, I am speaking. So when I am here, I just want to be here. You know, I don't want to be spending too much time traveling away. Um, but yeah, in terms of in terms of habits, I would say you know doing most of the things the same, the same every day. Um, there's stuff like meditation that I do, um, you know, exercising three four times a week. Uh, I think it's important to keep the mind healthy, um, and even listening to podcasts. You know, I, I listen to podcasts all the time, and I'm constantly just filling my mind up with with new in, new ideas, new information. Listening to podcasts in different industries, you know, whether it be business or marketing or health, you know, because a lot of what people will discuss in other industries can be applied to your industry. So I think that that's a, a, an important part to that too in, in terms of not just looking at what everyone else is doing in your industry, but where can you get that edge? You know, how could you be doing something different? He shares some of the podcasts that he engages with, such as those relating to marketing and business. I listen to... Um, um, the Mark Burrus show. I like the Mark Burrus show. It's some some interesting people on that one. Um, 
big marketing small business, Timbo Reed. I like that one. Yep, good old Timbo. He's awesome. I don't mind getting into uh, the odd Nathan Latka episode as well, where he's just drilling some business owner. I think they're pretty good as well. But yeah, I've got a few in, I've got a few in the library. Timmons has taken knowledge from these resources and applied it to his development projects, which has helped him to think outside the box. It's about taking a different approach. So particularly, particularly in marketing, you know, with property, it's important to stand out. Um, because if you've got something that everyone else is offering, then you know where's your point of difference. So I guess we probably take a bit more of an active approach. You know, even even down to how we contact property owners about you know what services we can offer and how we can help them create value. You know, in their own in their own properties, rather than sort of just waiting for a property to come onto the market. You know, we'll actually get out there and be very deliberate about who we target, why we're targeting them, how we can help them. And, you know, even, you know, when we're selling the end product, we're, we're looking for ways that we can be different. So we'll get out and we'll join, you know, business networks and we'll market through, you know, chamber of commerces and we'll go out and we'll, um, you know, speak to, if it's commercial, we'll go out there and actually hit the footpath and, you know, speak to people in the street, that kind of stuff, just to generate a different type of approach like if we've got a vacant commercial property i want to know what the community wants or what they feel like that should be you know offered there so that i can actually then go out and start to approach those business owners to say hey look we've got a space here in the here in this in this strip or in this suburb you know we've gone out we've spoken to a lot of people in the community we're part of their business network you know this is what they're saying the demand is you know this is what they're, they're coming back to us really suggesting that, that that's what they need so it's kind of taking a, a different approach as opposed to just listing the property for lease or for sale and expecting that buyers and, and tenants are going to roll up and want to get into our, our, our property so it just gets you to think a little differently i guess if you like to connect with timmons you can do so far and anyone can connect with me on on facebook or linkedin my last name's Timmons, T-I-E-M-E-N-S. Um, anyone who wants to come along and learn about, you know, our strategies and, and the ways in which we can help them with property investing can go to iloverealestate.tv. Um, and anyone who's looking to, you know, engage with, with me or my business can go to michaeltimmons.com.au and uh, we've got a heap of information there that people can take away with them and continue on their journey, you know, continue on their journey. And any listeners out there that, that do listen to the podcast, we'd love to uh, follow your own journeys and, and see how we might be able to help you in any way. Thank you to Michael Timmons, our guest on this episode of Property Investry. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Simply type in the search bar Michael Timmons and select that episode to learn more about his story. Also, I would love to hear from you. If you own property and want to share your story, send me an email to hello at propertyinvestory.com. To spell property investory, simply type the words property investor with the letter Y. Alternatively, you can open the description of this episode in your player and click on the link to contact me. Thanks for listening.